all day season. Hey, I think we got your attention by now, right? Hold on, let's see what it Call me Whitley, I go to hell, man Listen, I'm the baddest in the school The baddest in the game Excuse me, honey, but nobody's in my lane When you was in New York, you was fucking a Yankee I was fucking with bass, I was pitching a Frankie These bitches so cranky, get them a hanky My mommy, I'm cold, give me my blankie Flyer than the K, I get higher than my pencil Keep the snow white, I could buy it by the bundle Stuff your cookies up till they crumble Don't be acting like the Cardinals are gon' fumble Cause I'm a stealer, that shit out the dealer All the dope boys Gonna feel her, love so sick. I need a healer. Fuck this my Mac concealer. I be out in face like what we 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 I write it good, and bitches can't funny men cause I write it good. I'm no wolf, everybody I write, I write it hard. You can see it, it'd be really piggy in the market. Get that bitch a quarter in the cup till the pocket. I don't fuck with pigs like Assalamualaikum. I put them in the field, I let Assamaya bake them. And if you see it, it'd be really piggy in the market. Get that bitch a quarter in the cart till I park it. I don't fuck with pigs like Assalamualaikum. I put them in the field and I let Assamaya bake them. Shout out again to all those people who hate my guts, but is sitting in a quiet place listening to my show. You are obsessed and sick, okay? Okay, I'll be right back and let's get into stuff now. Now tuned into the greatest. This international chart-topping podcast is bringing you discussions and personal commentary on music, entertainment, celebrities, politics, love, health, and happiness. Catch up on missed episodes anywhere you can find a podcast on all platforms. Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Odyssey, Audible, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Overcast, CastBox, and many more. You can also catch Talk with Turk on Power 109 Radio every other Sunday. Download the app and tap in. Do you want the tea? Well, simply Talk with Turk, bitch. Just talk with me. I spend time and I spend energy and I spend effort and I spend everything I have, every fiber of my being to give people quality. All new, all new, talk with Power 1099 Radio. Be your beat, baby. Because that's what you 
what you gon' call me? I'm gonna hit you. She gave me that ass clap, she don't need no applause. High fashion. Tune in 24-7. Power 109 Radio. Kill two and three motherfucking birds one stone. Bobby and my babies. And oh no, uh-uh, no. At Turk, bitch, underscore, gonna talk about here you go, crunching ice and not it. It ain't even ice. It's a tootsie fucking roll. It's a tootsie roll. That's what you get, thinking you cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Turk, bitch, on this book. Yo, this dude right here is one of my favorite singers. And I'm not just saying that because he's sitting here. Because this is just, he's the, one of the illish ones. One of the he does like sicker shit, dude. He does sicker, like more intricate. The things he does is very his own thing, very original. You're just mad because you can't do what he's doing. He's a genius, yo. A, a straight up genius. All right, welcome back to my listeners that are still tuned in. I am excited right now because I have the pleasure and the honor to introduce and interview someone that I love and have been fully supporting since the beginning of his career. He is a multi-platinum selling artist, four-time Grammy-nominated international artist, engineer, producer, and singer-songwriter. He has worked with the likes of your faves and is your favorite favorite singer. As seen on WeTV and BT, I want to give a warm welcome to Mr. Tyon, TC Christian. Welcome, TC. What's going on? How are you doing? Man, I'm blessed. I'm, you know, I'm just living right now. I'm so happy with everything that's going on, so... I'm just chilling, man. I'm, I'm I'm happy to be on here with you and talk with you. Amen. I want to just express my gratitude to you because um, I'm, I'm just grateful that you are doing this with me. I am grateful for the opportunity. So I will always be indebted to you. I really do appreciate you for doing this for me. And I'm ready to have a, a good time with you today and talk about some great things. How's everything been for you? throughout COVID. I know that's been a tough time for a lot of people. What about yourself? Um, well, first off, I want to thank you for supporting me for such a long time. So, you know, I felt like, man, you know, I'm just going to show some love right back to you because you, you always like show me love and I've always noticed it. So this is sure. nothing to just like do this for you, man. But, um, COVID, was a crazy was a crazy time because um a lot of people don't know that I take care of my grandmother also mm -hmm. so I wasn't able to do anything I released right, the right. album I couldn't do yes. um I couldn't do like get togethers like I usually do with my fans and have like listening parties and listening mm -hmm. sessions and played the song so you know everything was just virtually done and I, I hated that I didn't connect with a lot of people like I did, you know. Of course, of course. Now, you did mention Normally. your debut album, Rain. It released last year in 2020. First off, congratulations. And anybody who said, of course, and anybody who said R&B is dead, lied because it's complete art. So how does that feel for you, your first album? 
Man, it was. I was so nervous about it because I'm. To be honest with you, I put it together in like a week, oh. and um, I honestly sit on songs. I like create songs, and then I'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna put it out," and then right. I get kind of discouraged sometimes, and then I'm just like, mm, "I'm not gonna oh. put it out," or you know what I'm saying? I just yeah. be kind of in my own mind, you know what I'm saying? But exactly. I kind of feel like, you know, when you overthink stuff and, you know, you question yourself a lot, you tend to uh, procrastinate and, you know, the time that we're living these days, like you really don't have time to procrastinate on anything that you want. You of just got to really go for it. So it was just like, right, you know right. what, I'm going to just do it, you know? And I think because I've been online for so long since, I want to say since middle school, to be honest mm. with you, like... Same. You know, like, <laughs> it shouldn't have took me this long to have my first album, but I'm actually happy that, you know, right, I did, right. and it did good. Like, I was so shocked that it was, like, numbers, what, six or seven on iTunes, R&B mm -hmm. charts, so it yes. was like, wow. Well, that's funny that you mentioned it. Of course, we all get discouraged sometimes. You know, it took me 12 years to finally get my podcast up and running off the ground, so, of course, we always have to stay inspired. Now, in terms of inspiration, what was your inspiration for this album? My favorite songs is Rain, of course, and Halfway Out. I don't know what you did, and I don't know what you were thinking when you were recording those songs, but let me tell you something, Tyon, like, you are just amazing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this throughout the whole interview, but what was your inspiration for the album? Um, I think that because I'm such a... Um internal person like i don't really discuss a lot of things that i go through with people mm -hmm. and you know i have like super close friends that i you know convey certain things to but as far as like my emotions and you know my sensitivity with certain things right. i really don't have an outlet for that and mm -hmm. for me music has always been that saving grace for me because i'm a I'm a person that kind of bottles everything in and then, mm -hmm. you know, you start going through the whole depression and, right. you know, you go through all of these crazy situations and scenarios in your mind. And mm -hmm. um, I've always been like a super advocate about, um, you know, depression and suicide and right, right, different right. stuff like that because I, I know what it feels like. And I of think course. for me, music has always been therapeutic for me to let a lot of my feelings out when I'm not able to like really talk about it with other people, you know? Right. And see, mental health is very, very important. I also see a therapist and one thing he tells me is, you know, when you are feeling down and out, you can always suppress that mood and you can go listen to your favorite music and your favorite artists, things of that nature. So speaking of inspirations, who are some of your inspirations that led you to become who you are today? Who do you go and listen to and um, just vibe out with? I mean, ever since I was younger, like, the person that I say that I wanted to have a voice like was always Whitney. Mm -hmm. Whitney was, like, that one person I felt like, man, every time I listen to her, chills. whether it's live or in the studio, you just always had chills. And I always yes. said to myself, like, I want to have a voice to where when people hear me, they can feel me. I can give okay. them chills. They can understand where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like that's, 
how I'm able to emote and like really convey a message through song is just from watching how she, you know, attacked a lot of things. Other people like Brandy, oh, Michael yeah. Jackson, um, Beyonce, Destiny's Child, like even with just arrangements, like, you mm -hmm. know, a lot of people don't give Janet a lot of credit for a lot of the things that she does, but like Thank her and Michael, their arrangements is like top Crazy. tier. Like I used to listen to them as a child too. And I think that's what inspired me to like, be like super harmonious, like, yeah. you know, create harmonies and different stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then of course, like when Brandy came out with like Full Moon, it's like, oh Ooh. shoot. And actually before Full Moon, for me, it was Butterfly, Michael Jackson's Butterfly, which Dark Child really? did that too. And um, his Invincible album, actually, not Butterfly, but Invincible. It's like the production is just, it's just crazy, you know what I'm saying? And I, I mm -hmm. think like, I've always had that ear for, you know, like harmonies, different stuff, even Shantae right. more. Like, you know, Shantae is an artist in herself, but she used to do a lot of background singing on records mm -hmm. for a lot of artists, you know? And she doesn't get and a her lot ear of is crazy. credit. Yeah, you know, like I'm I'm just a, a vocal person. I used to listen to Mariah, Celine oh. Dion. I used to love power ballads. So yeah, I think that's like why I use my range also too, like mm -hmm. going up there and not just like super low and you know right. all that stuff. But I try to use every part of um, my vocal and my range, you know. So well, it's definitely there because I always tell my friends like when I listen to TC, like he's just the male version of so many people. It's so crazy. Like you can hear the influence and. I always tell people you are the male Brandy or vice versa, <laughs> or she might be the female TC, you know, cause I know you guys have worked a lot. So, you know, I always tell people that the harmonies that you laid down in the beginning of Rain were just impeccable. Well, I, I, I believe myself that I am a melting pot of like so many great people like Brandy, like Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. you hear Beyonce inflections and then you'll also hear you might hear a little bit me come out. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. It's like you just never know. You know what I mean? So I I definitely have taken from like so many great people. You know, so right. You know, now shout out to them. Did, shout out to all of them. Now, what age did you notice that you had some type of talent, and how did you begin expressing that talent? I know that you were in the church a little bit. Of course. Yeah, I grew up Baptist. You know what I'm saying? We hey. we did the hymns and stuff. We sang acapella and stuff. Yeah, it was very straight to the point, you know? Okay. But um, because I grew up in Kentucky, um, my taste has always been, like, kind of diverse. I grew up, like, on pop and country. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Reba McIntyre and, you know, uh, Leanne Rhymes and you know, Garth Brooks and different right. people like that. Like it wasn't just like R and B for me because I grew up multi like in a multicultural kind of situation, you know. Right, right. And so, um, yeah, I just I don't know. I think not to go too far off the topic, but okay. I just I don't think that it, it was something that I realized. I think it was something that I was just born with mm -hmm. because my family always said before I was talking, I was singing. So just imagine right. a baby like singing melodies but not saying a word, you know. So oh, yeah, I get, I've I get always it. knew music was a part of like my calling. 
Now, I listen to the Clark Sisters a lot. They have a song called Instrument. Now, I like mm -hmm. to describe your voice as like a complete instrument. It has its mind of its own, has its own type of power. How did you get your voice to the perfection that it is now? You might not think it's perfection because, you know, of course, we all have our yeah. own insecurities. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for um, me. Well, I think for me, because like, if anybody that has been following me since like MySpace and the sound click era, mm -hmm. um, they know that I was recording a lot of my stuff on a desktop computer with a headset mic, you know, right. like no effects and just like really singing everything and stacking my vocals and just like with no effects. So I think like me doing it so much, it kind of like fine tuned my ear to where it's yeah. like when I go into studios now, like I'm just doing things in like one take and just like, wow, okay, next, okay. Uh, you know, and even being out here in Korea, like they're just like, it's funny, like when I record with people and they're just like, wow, you're so fast. Like, yeah, you know, because I, I did a song yesterday and we had finished in like an hour and mm -hmm. I had wrote it and sung it and arranged it and all of that in an hour. And they was just like, Talented. what the heck? Like, whoa, like that's crazy. So, you know, I think because of those humble beginnings and just like learning how to record myself and mm -hmm. how to stack to myself and just, I mean, I go back from the days when you had a cassette tape player and <laughs> you had the right side ear of your headphones and you was recording on the cassette tape and mm -hmm. then you switched the cassette tapes and then you played the one and you start harmonizing with it on the other cassette tapes and then you uh -huh. switch it again and then you put the third harmony on the cassette like oh that's where i Old started school. so harmonies have always been like a part of like who I am. It's like when I was nine, ten years old. So I was doing it myself. So I've always recorded myself like secretly because I was kind of scared to sing in front of people because my voice was so high. So right, like yeah, so scared. Well, speaking of work, of course, a real fan knows that some of the artists you have worked with, including Keisha Cole, Brandy, Tamar Braxton, my fave. I love her so fucking much. Tell her I love her. And many more, but how did those opportunities happen for you? Um, it's it's crazy. Well, the first person that I worked with out of those people was, of course, Brandy. Um, I was, as you know, recording stuff on my desktop, and one of the songs that I did, um, it got placed on this group called Menudo, mm -hmm. and. I don't know if anybody remembers, but MTV did like a making of the band and they took Latin singers and remade the group Menudo, which okay. Ricky Martin was a part of. And so mm -hmm. that was like my first time like shooting for reality TV is actually recording them in the studio, recording my song. Oh, and wow. um, the people that signed them was this guy named Brandon Creed. And I remember like, leaving the session we recorded the song and brandon was taking me to my hotel you know to pack my stuff because i was flying to atlanta he's like oh so you're not going back home you going to atlanta what you doing in atlanta i was like man i'm you know just gonna be recording you know i really want to try to get on this uh this brandy album mm -hmm. and he was like brandy <coughs> like yeah and so he was like you like brandy i said i love brandy he was like I just signed Brandy. Whoa. And I'm like, huh? 
He's like, was, no, I, I literally just signed Brandy to Epic. So it was his, you know, it was his artist. And mm-hmm. that's how, you know, um, the Brandy situation came about. Um, acapella something's missing. Shout out to Brandon Creed. And um, let me see. Tamar. I think after that was, it was Tamar. Mm, it was, Tamar and Keisha was around the same time. Okay. Um, I signed my deal with uh, Sony, and my point person was like, um, "Who are the people that you want to work with?" And I was like, "You know, I really want to work with Tamar." And he was like, mm, "You talking about Tony Braxton's sister?" I'm like, "Yeah, Tony's sister." And he was like, "She's not signed." I was like. I mean, what? I don't care. I don't right. mind, you know, working with her. Like, there's somebody that I want to work with. And, of course, I had a list of other people. But he was like, all right. He was like, I'll reach out to Vince and, you know, make it happen. And, but just remember, this does not go towards your MDRC. Because, you right. know, when you're in a publishing deal, it's kind of like the only thing that count towards, like, you getting out of your situation or commitments is if the artist is signed. So mm-hmm. if an artist comes out that's not signed and is independent, like, they'll collect the money, but it doesn't count towards, like, your song commitment that you have with oh, okay. the actual publishing deal, basically. Oh, so it was okay. really just me going out of faith and believing like she's just amazing i just want to work with her and that was just that i didn't care that it didn't but you know the way god had it okay amen i'm getting signed to epic and you know those songs counted towards my commitment and you Period. know um that was a good what seven eight songs on that album the love and war album so you know that's how that happened with her and then Ooh. keisha cole um, I was, I'm very close friends with uh, Elijah Blake. I call him Red. He's but um, he's amazing. He was like, yo, T, you you in LA? I'm like, yeah. He was like, come to the studio. I'm with Keisha. And I'm like, Ooh. all right, cool. And so I get to the studio. And so he's like, yo, Keisha, this is TC. This is, you know, who I was telling you about or whatever. And so... She was like, oh, nice to meet you, T. And so he was like, actually, you know that song that you love by Brandy, Wish Your Love Away? Mm-hmm. He wrote that. Oh, she was my like, God. You wrote that record? That is my favorite Brandy record. Mine too. Like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna, like, thank you. I appreciate that. So he was like, yo, T, can you um, ladies background vocals like on this song? And she was like, wait, um, can you sound like a girl? <laughs> and so I was like, sure i'm playing with you good and so she's okay. like all right and he and was like keisha don't worry about it just let him go in there and do him okay so i was just knocking out the harmonies boom 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 Bam. i came out and she looked at me and she was like mm, well, okay <laughs> <laughs> was she a little was she a little ratchet like people say she is like when you were she's her? super no she's like super sweet though and one thing i will say about her is that like if she rock with you she really rocks with you and you know like you can really tell that she's just a sweet person that she loves and you know people has done her just like crazy mm-hmm. so she probably has like trust issues and which is why people be like oh she ratcheted but she's really not she's just like she's sensitive just like uh, a lot of artists are you know what i'm saying and you know she's entitled to that but she's like a super sweet person though like a super sweet person 
Oh, that's so good. And what song did you work on with Keisha exactly again? It was Wonderland. I did backgrounds on Wonderland. And then an album, too. Yeah, woman to woman. But I ended up being at Rodney's studio. I was working with Rodney. Mm -hmm. I was walking out the studio, and Keisha was coming out the main room with Rodney. (laughs) And she said, Rodney, you know TC? He can sing his butt off. Yo, that record we just did, can TC go in there and do the backgrounds on him? And so he was like, I mean, TC, you want to do the backgrounds on him? I was like, I mean, that's cool. She was like, I'll be back in like an hour. That's right, I went in. I went in, laid all the backgrounds on the song. She came in and she was like, damn, you done? (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm done. So she heard it and that's what we have, uh, Stubborn. And so, like, all the backgrounds, she kept all the backgrounds, like, being me. And what I really loved about her is that she was, she's an artist that um, every time that I've worked with her, she's always, she was always willing to come out of her pocket to pay me. But I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I I got you. You know what I'm saying? But just for an artist to be that humble and be like, look, I'm going to go in my motherfucking purse to make sure you pay because you did this for me as a solid, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. the kind of person that she is because not everybody is like that. Mm-hmm. You know nah, what I'm saying? Exactly. And she handles her business. She made sure my name was in the credits for backgrounds. Like, she See, was a real... Got 
Sun in the dark, come to light, come to light, light. Who God bless, no man can curse ever. It all backfires, that's worth work, work, work. Bless, 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 oh yes, I confess Got an itty bitty diamond studded ass on my chest Can't hey, hold them, I'm retiring Now they say you back Now I got a new body, Nino, a new jack Got rid of all my X-Men, Halle Berry, Hugh Jack Since I came in the game, pink is the new black Do this, do that, new king, a new tax Dads come and go, man, flew in, flew back New rings, that's new facts, who this, who that They got it twisted like the earring with the screw back Cause even if I leave, we still got memories They can't erase or replace me, see, see my enemies Can't wait to see nobody Don't be acting like you don't know nobody Nobody count on your nobody I'll be the first one at your nobody Whoa. Around like she a real one she was real yeah she's a real one and then you know she called me a couple more times to you know do backgrounds and stuff like that and i just do it for the love because like not too many people treat you like that in the industry and not too many people want to put your name for stuff that you actually do you know what i mean so of course they like to take listen that's good that's good so now out of them were any of them your most memorable and favorite experience or is it somebody outside of them that you would say is your favorite experience working with the artist i think um i have a lot of memorable experiences with all of them of course more with tamar because like we literally did all her albums like i recorded them on my laptop you know what i'm saying oh from love and war to the christmas album to let's stop right um, there that christmas album tc you did not have to do that and people yeah. need to stop sleeping on her christmas album because I sit it up there with Mariah's Christmas album every year. Like I play those two Christmas albums back to back. Like Tamar it's did amazing. the same. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, you know the Christmas album, and then Calling All Lovers, and then the last one, Bluebird of Happiness. Like I recorded all of those. I engineered those records. I'm singing backgrounds on almost every song. Like I vocal produced them. You know what I'm saying? So like, right, right. it's really you really get the TC experience because like I recorded it like okay all of it, you know what I mean so okay. those are like my babies but just in the in the process it's so many different moments good and and crazy and bad but you right. know it's all for the betterment of like the good of the records but um also a great moment that I had was actually with J-Lo mm -hmm. um she was like one of the kindest people that I've that I've worked with when it came to being in the studio. I didn't even know that she knew who I was like that. And mm -hmm. um, I just remember Rodney texting me. It was like, yo, J-Lo was just at my house going in about you. I was like, huh? What? She was like, yo, this, this kid, TC, like, he sounds amazing. Like, I'm about to bring him out here. Like, he got to come out here, you know? Period. And so... Um, I ended up flying out to LA and I was working at her house for like a week. And um, I just remember like going in the booth and, you know, I was laying down some background vocals or whatever. And mm -hmm. so when I came out, she was like, TC. And I looked around like, are you talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? She's like, yes, how are you? It's nice to meet you. She was like, have you ate? I said, no, not yet. She was like, uh, 
Somebody needs to feed this baby. What's Period. going on? What's, what's going on? He need to he need to have some food. And then she asked me to lay down some background vocals on like a couple of songs that she had already recorded. Okay. And yeah, it's just crazy. And we just had a great moment. Like we literally talked about a lot of stuff. Um, you know, she told me how great my voice was, and she honestly was like real with me. She was like, "Look." I know the songs that you wrote for me. She was like, I ain't, I ain't gonna sing them like that. I'm just gonna tell you, but I'm gonna do me because okay. I'm comfortable in who I am, and I, you know, I'm gonna sing it the way that I sing it. Right. But, uh, you got a gift, and I'm just gonna let you know. You Listen, can sing your butt off. Shout right. out to J Lo. Shout out to her. She she has had an impeccable career herself. You know, from acting to music. She does it all. So shout out to J-Lo now. Yeah, Without giving any names, what is the most negative experience you've had working with the artist now? Unless you want to give a name, you know. But, you know, I, for the safety of an artist or, you know, not starting the drama yeah, out here. Because, you know, they be so quick to cuss me out on, on the Instagram and the Twitter. Okay. If I, if I tell the truth about anything. So um, I think, like, one of the, I'll give you a couple one of the craziest experiences um i was working with this artist and they had another artist a girl group and they were mm -hmm. signed to well i ain't even gonna say that but they were you know i was doing a lot of their <laughs> vocal direction and stuff like that and okay. um this artist became a little I wouldn't say intimidated, but it, it, it was kind of like, I don't, I, I, in, I, I don't know. <laughs> Long story short, um, I just remember it was like a studio full of artists. And um, I remember being at the board and me like vocal coaching, you know, the, the girl group and um, they was just like talking like crazy to me like the whole time and mm -hmm. and I was just kind of like mm, what's going on and keep in mind um I had just flown to to Florida you know mm -hmm. I wasn't even there to work with them but the artist had called me I was like you know TC can you please come and vocal produce our single that we about to put out we know like nobody's right. gonna make us sound the way that you do and I was like, yeah, I don't mind, but you like, y'all gotta come pick me up from the airport because exactly. I got other people that I'm supposed to be working with. Mm -hmm. Went there at the record plant and then um, recorded all night with them. And they called me the next night, like, oh, they wanna make changes. And I'm like, well, I'm not wow. really here for y'all. But I'll talk to the producers that flew me out, and mm -hmm. if they cool with it, I'll come. And they was like, nah, TC, go ahead, do your thing. So I finished the song that I was working on, went back to the studio another night. Keep in mind, I have not been to my own hotel. You know, mm -hmm. like, I still have my bags with me because that session, the first night, lasted all night to the point where my session in the morning I left that session to go to another session and Working then they day. called yeah they called me like yo we need you back so 
it's like literally 24 hours of like me working, going back and forth between, you know, sessions and studios and having little naps in between. And so that night they, um, they decided to let me know how they feel, you know, in front of everybody in the room and was like, don't you got, don't you got hits? And I'm like, no, I don't have hits. And this mm-hmm. is when I was, you know, first starting out. He was, and then it was like, mm, okay. And then he was, then he was like, I mean, do you want me to leave the room? Because I mean, <laughs> I can leave the room, but if I come back, you gonna have to do this shit over again. And I'm looking like, what the fuck is going right. on? Like, I'm, I'm confused where the snapping is going on. But you know, people get a little liquor in their system, and then yeah. you know, people are kind of like. You know, because I never, I don't drink. You know what I mean? So Exactly. Me neither. People act a little weird when they get a little, you know, liquor in their system. And Trust long me. story short, I I, um, I'm like one of those people that will walk out of a session if I feel like I'm being disrespected. Because, like, uh, I deserve to be treated with respect because I treat everybody with respect when it comes to recording. And it doesn't matter who you are. Like, I'm not about to sit and let somebody, like, humiliate me in a room full of people. And so I got up and I told them, I said, you know, I appreciate you for the opportunity. And I think that you are amazing. But um, I'm going to get my stuff and I'm going to go and y'all can record this on your own. So I got my bags and I left. I went to the front. Told my peoples to come get me. Session is over. Next thing I know, the artist comes in and has a gun. Oh, and no. decided to to try to intimidate me with a gun. And I just looked at him and I was like, you know, you're crazy, right? I said, okay. And I walked right past him. Period. And my, my ride was there. And, you know, I got in the car, but that was probably one of the craziest experiences that I've ever had. I've had artists like be drunk also and like kind of do the same thing, like yell at me while they're in front of people to kind of like make themselves look cool. And immature. Yeah. And I'm just like trying to just get through it and I'm biting my tongue and different stuff like that to where I have a breaking point and be like, hmm. Give me my drive. I'm about to leave. And then it's like, it's always my fault when I decide to not, you know, be yelled at as if I'm getting paid on time. So, you know, um, if your checks ain't coming when you're supposed to and it's five months out and you still ain't paid me and you think that you're going to just like talk to me any kind of way, that's just not going to happen with me. And so, yeah, it's, it's. This industry has a way of trying to break you down, you know. I, of course. You know, I keep a strong face, but there's been times where I, I happens. Right. And I understand, you know, that's very unfortunate. Now, the writing skills you possess are impeccable, like we were talking earlier. How did, when did songwriting begin for you, exactly? Um, I want to say like a year before I, I did Acapella Something's Missing for Brandy. Okay. Now, speaking of songwriting, you worked on music with the incredible and late great LaShawn Daniels. How was that experience? Um, well, I don't know if many people know, but LaShawn actually vocal produced 
my first record to ever come out, which was the Brandy Acapella Something's Missing. Oh. And so, you know, he had heard about me like before that because, you know, covers and stuff that I put online. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was a a big supporter, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't right, know if right. people remember me putting out mixtapes and stuff. You know, he did a video talking about, yo, shiz, I'm, yo, T-Sizzle, he used to call me T-Sizzle. Yo, T-Sizzle, <laughs> I'm so oh. proud of you. They gonna, they gonna wake up on you, fam, but you, you the one. Them vocals is crazy, you know? Exactly, so, sound just like them. Shizzle. <laughs> so, but yeah, T-Sizzle. I've um, always enjoyed seeing you, him, and Tamar on TV, of course. Now, how did TV come about, and are you considering going back? How did TV come about? Well, I've done a couple of shows. Like, I did The Sheards with Rodney and Kiara Sheard. I watched and that. Then, yeah, and then, of course, the Menudo thing. And then um, a lot of people know me from the Braxtons, of course. Yeah. But, you know, I think every situation that I've had when... In, it came to TV, it just ended up happening. It wasn't like, oh, I want to do TV. Like, that's not something that just made me yeah. be like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. be on TV and I want to do that. It just happened, you know? Right. And it just so happened that people love the dynamic and just like me being on there and how we interact with each other, me and Tamar. And, you know, it just ended up being a thing. But um, right, right. yeah, I'm just myself, you know? And, and I love that. Um, yeah. But no. yeah, I mean, I love TV, but it ain't really, you know, it's not I want to do, yeah, I want to do voiceover work and I can act, you know, I'm an entertainment kid. Like I took theater, I've done a lot of things, so I definitely want to act, but you know, doing reality TV and like drama stuff, that's not something that I want to be a part of. I've had offers to be a part of certain shows, but mm-hmm. um, my main thing was making sure that if I was going to do a show, it has to be positive with a right, positive right. message. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a situation to where it's people kind of like trying to bring everybody down and be in a right. negative space. Cause that's just not something that I want to do. Right now, speaking of the Braxons, let's talk about my fave Tamar. I love her so much. You've worked with her before writing, producing, laying vocals, all of the above. Have you guys worked together recently? I would love, to hear something soon and so you know no i think that that ship has sailed um, oh no yeah oh but well. you know i wish her the best i'm sure she is out here killing it but i wow no. okay yeah, well we'll leave it there love yeah. you tamar always will but hey do you still um vocal produce at all and if so any notable girls Absolutely, I still vocal produce. I like I've been in a different market though now. Like I've okay. been doing um K-pop and um recording for them and mm-hmm. it's been I saw it's that. been very crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like they still sell like physical albums, you know, Hell like yeah. the people and they America come out still struggling too. to to get 10 20,000 copies sold, you know, and <laughs> right. You know, people is over here is still selling hundreds and hundreds and sometimes millions of records. So, like it's definitely been um a crazy ride and I've I've definitely sold more here than I did when I was in the states. So, right. I, I'm 
I'm okay where I'm at. <laughs> well, that's good, and I'm proud of you. So continue to do your thing with that. Now I'm a um. We're we're about to close it out a little bit. Um, the last big thing I have been dying to ask you. You know, of course, we we've, we've loved that friendship and that relationship, working relationship between you and Brandy. And we know that you guys had something a few years ago. We won't get back into that, but. Have you guys talked or are you guys working on anything either? I, You know, I've been so far removed from anybody in the United States. Like, I've just been over it. But That's as good. far as, like, me and Brandy, we actually talked, what, last year? That's and um, she called. We had some great words for each other. There were apologies that were made and, you know... Um, accountability that was taken right you know both ends and i think that we moved on in a great space like i'm unblocked she went in and unblocked me so you know (laughs) shout out to brandy (laughs) shout out to you girl and you know so she you know it's it's commendable you know what i'm saying so you know i definitely appreciate it yeah growth you know people don't want to stay in the same place like Mm. i'm not mad about certain things you know i say what i say and then i move on you know and it is what it is but you know when you love somebody you just always genuinely love them and that's with tamar brandy or anybody that i grew up loving as a kid because i mean that's who i used to listen to when i was a child so it's always love there Right, you know what right. I'm saying? But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, they're doing their thing and they're being successful and they're all right. And I'm doing the same thing. So, well, amen. Amen to that. I'm always still going to root for you to work with Monica. And I keep trying to tell her she keep it going. You know, no, like we actually be having like the last conversation we had <laughs> in the, our Twitter DL was like, look, <laughs> go on and look, listen, don't. Come on, stop playing. She you needs know, to stop send playing. Send them to my email. Send them to my email. You know, so, you know, we always pull talk about her. it. Just never get I'm going to have to pull it. You know how she pull up on me? I'm going to just uh-huh. pull up on her That's with the right. white sandals and sit outside <laughs> on the curb by the studio. I'll be like, Monica, come on. Let's, let's hear these records. You know what I'm saying? But nah, she cool. <laughs> what if she opened the door? She'd be like, don't come knocking at my door. I got uh-uh. <laughs> Right. <laughs> And then I'm gonna have to kick down the door and play the track. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, let's end it out by playing a short game called Sing a Song. I'm going to name an artist, and you just give us about five seconds of the first song. Oh, I, that hope comes I, can, to mind. I hope I can think of these songs now. Some people Anything. I love these songs, but I don't. I don't be no. Okay, five seconds. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Brandy. Um. Have you ever somebody so much it makes you cry? Okay. Beyonce. Um, baby, I love you. You are my life. My happiest moments weren't complete if you weren't by my side. Mm, mic drop. Mariah Carey. Um... Uh, uh okay. Hold on, hold on, wait. There's one song that I really, really love. Um, okay, let's get it. Oh my god, I'm excited. Uh, and um, I'm trying to find the right part. It's when she goes, "You're 
Oh my God! So far away. People don't know about that song. Yeah. People do not know about that song. Get hip, y'all. Vanishing. Song. One of her first songs, actually, or if not the first, was it the first? Or it was close yes. to it? Was yeah, I think that like, was the first album. That was the. It was, yes. Yeah. yeah. And let's talk, let's leave it off with Tamar, of course. Um, the first song that ever comes to my mind when I think about her is. Um, mm, 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 trying to find the right part. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Damn. <laughs> you can't stop pushing me away. I swear I wanna stay in this forever. Let me be clear, babe. Oh, I'll do whatever just to follow. Yeah. Woo. That's like my one of my favorite songs by her. Mine too. Like Tate Bar, she plays no games either. Like, she sings. She's she sings so I will say songs. she's one of my favorite artists that I've ever worked with vocally because it was like Sounds we, like she listens too. She does. We just we have we have a great chemistry. You know what I'm saying? We just have a great chemistry and like I feel like nobody makes her sound the way that I do. I mean, Amen. even if it just is what it is, we just have a thing, you know what I'm saying? Period. And, um, she's amazing. Like she, you know, I still, I still think she's one of the best singers I've ever worked with. Mm. Her voice well, is amazing. It is it what is. it is. It is what it is. And people need to stop sleeping on her. And they do. I'm going to hope for that relationship to, you know, come back to life for another album at least because I have to have it from you guys. Y'all just make, you know, angelic work. I put it like that. Speaking and I'm going to go listen to it. Me too. (laughs) I put it in God's hands and y'all do the same. Now, this is going to conclude our interview. I want to thank you so much, TC, and continue to show my gratitude for you doing this for me. I really do appreciate it. I love you. I'm always going to look forward anything you got going on in the future and I'm going to speak nothing but positivity over you and anything you got going on and I'm gonna go ahead and let you introduce one of your songs from your album it can be any song I'm gonna go ahead and play it for the people and once again thank you well thank you for having me so just go on and kick it off with your favorite song or one of your favorite songs from the album Rain It's your boy Turk Bish here with Power 109 Radio. I'm here with Lettucey. Shout out to Lettucey. Thanks for having me. Hey Turk, Power 109 Radio. I'm excited to be here. Hey, I always listen. Tune in 24-7. Power 109 Radio. Say you don't know when you're losing a good thing Till it's gone And I sometimes think to myself Does she know?